Welcome back to Other People's Lives. Greg, how you doing? Oh, I'm sweating over here. Why? I'm nervous. About this episode? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just me that was getting you nervous. I don't know. It is a little hot in here, too, so that could have been it, too. Can we turn the lights off? No. Candle? Why are you so, like, about that? Greg always wants to turn lights off and light candles for stuff. We're talking to the spirit queen. Yeah. And you don't think the light should be off? The the self-proclaimed spirit queen. Yes. Um, Monica Spirit Queen is yes. her name. Uh, and she is a medium, right? She is, yeah, a medium. A psychic. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of... There's a lot of job titles for this. Yeah, I don't really know the difference between a medium and a psychic. I might ask, ask that. You know what? I think it's just called a psychic medium. Oh. Yeah, you probably don't need to ask that. If yeah, it's a, a psychic medium. I don't know. If I had to guess, I think psychic is more about the future and a medium is like dead people. You know what? You might be on something. There you go. You, might you sounded so something. confident before. Now, <laughs> now I got you. That's my nerves. I'm just yeah. trying to hide them with, uh, with confidence. I understand. Uh, is this something that you fear? No, I don't fear it. I just think it's creepy. That not creepy. I don't totally believe in it. Okay. So I think it's always it's always interesting going into a situation like that. Like, am I going to be proven wrong? But I don't not like I don't know what I believe. It's one of those things. You don't you don't want to so not believe just in case. Just in case. <laughs> right, right, right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So. I'm not sure, but I think with the woman we're about to speak with specifically, it says she she's a psychic medium. She's also a professional paranormal investigator, an exorcist, spiritual healer. Um, she can cast and break spells, she claims, and she does psychic and spiritual readings, and she can hear and talk to spirits. So I think wow. that... That's the one that I think is getting me. I think talking to spirits. Yeah, I was prepping myself for like a psychic reading, like this is what your future holds, and then I learned the information, like oh no, this person said that they're basically going to read the energy in the room, and if a spirit, if a deceased relative pops up, well, yeah, you know, if they want to come and chill, she's we're chilling, we're chilling. Yeah. So that's a little, you know. It's, it's, I mean, when was the last time you were in a situation like that? Oh, never. I've never, no. Exactly. Never done that. And I, I do think the lights should be off. Why? Because you don't do something like this with the lights on. Of course you do. Yeah, if you're scared. Yeah. Which I guess, <laughs> which I, guess I am, so. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to learn about it too, because I, I want to know, like, is this something you can develop or something? I think that's going to be my, my first question, honestly, is... Is this some? Is this a skill you can develop, or is it something that's kind of like only given to a certain amount of people? Because I don't know anyone who's like. What do you mean? Like, can you practice towards it? Yeah. Uh, kind of like like Tai Chi in a way, you know? You can be one with your energy more and be. I don't know. I don't really know about Tai Chi either, but <laughs> but uh, no. But you know what I mean? Like you know, I'm not gonna ask my question to you. You obviously don't fucking know, so I'm gonna ask her. Right, right. Or I get what you're saying. Like it, I feel like it starts with. It, it's not something you know about until like you start experiencing it. Like, right. like maybe it's like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. I'm hearing things. I'm uh -huh. seeing into the future, like whatever that thing is. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, maybe you can kind of hone those skills with practice. I would assume. Maybe. So yeah, we'll, we'll find out, you know, what her story is. Um, we're looking at her website now. I mean, she's like, she's in this. Yeah, she's about this, that life. This is her life. It's a uh, Monica spirit queen dot com um she does this professionally she said she she has a lot of clients she works with a bunch of different people and yeah i think i'm you know we're nervous slash excited because we're gonna do an actual reading on the show right so it's this is gonna be the real deal you guys get you know a little peek in and i guess the other thing that makes me nervous is like what's gonna come up that like maybe people don't know about me. I don't know. I don't think I do, but it's who knows? Right, maybe it I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we we promise we won't. Yeah, we, we won't. won't do that unless it's uh, just like absurd, which I don't think this is like that kind of thing. But Greg, you've killed seven people. Uh, what's going on, Greg? You're a murderer. <laughs> I would just be like, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be dead. Yeah, that's true. Right, and yeah. I'd still put this out, and I wouldn't edit that part out.
All right, before we give him a call, let's get to our sponsor for today. We have Scentbird, which is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. I don't know about you guys, but I hate smelling bad, obviously, and I love smelling good. Whenever you smell good, people give you compliments like, dude, what is that? What are you wearing? With Scentbird, it makes it extremely easy because they are a subscription service. It's a way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. They have more, they have more than 450 designer brands for you to choose from. Uh, you could choose a perfume or a cologne, whatever you want. There's Prada, Tom Ford, Versace, Gucci, big names, big name brands here. And uh, all you do is you choose the perfume you want to try or the cologne, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's like 120 sprays, which is enough to apply four times daily for a month, which if you're applying four times, then there must be a different problem, okay? You get two sprays. Two sprays a day, that's all you need. You don't want to go crazy here. So you have a, a surplus. So it might have been even last year longer than a month. Um, but yeah, it's great. And if you're not sure what you're looking for, um, you could sort and find your new fragrance by brand style, uh, occasion, season, or whatever. So they make it easy for you to pick stuff out. Cause I don't know too much about colognes, you know, so I kind of trust these people on what they do. And I've used Sempered, uh, many times. And I, I had like the, some Gucci and some Prada ones, Prada, Luna Rosa. I don't even like, dude, they, they all smell amazing. Dolce and Cabana, Light Blue. Um, they're, they're incredible. Um, so definitely try them out. And not only that, but it's extremely affordable. And to make it even more affordable, um, right now, uh, our listeners can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. $7.50. Go to scentbird.com slash OPL and use the code OPL for 50% off your first, first month. Again, that is scentbird, spelled S-C-E-N-T, bird.com slash OPL. Uh, for, uh, for you to try your first per perfume or cologne for just $7.50, okay? So sign on and smell amazing, people. All right, let's give them a call. Hello? Hey, how's it going? You got Greg and Joe here. Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing well. So uh, just to start it off, we'd love to just get like a, you know, a background on what you do and if you can just kind of explain what a medium uh, and or psychic sort of does. Um, well, a medium, that's what they call a mediumship. We deal directly with the spiritual side, the spiritual realm, you know, all the fun and good stuff that has to do with spirits and, um, paranormal things like that. The psychic one is, um, people's lives here on earth, meaning their jobs, loved ones, relationships, you know, things like that. So yeah, there is a difference between a psychic and a medium. Okay, Joe wins that argument. We were just talking <laughs> about that before we called you, and he was right. I hate to admit. Oh, there's an argument about it. I love it. Go ahead, Joe. No, we were just <laughs> saying we were just like trying to figure out the difference between being a psychic and a medium, and I just said like a psychic is more so about like the future and reality, and then uh, a medium is more so talking to people who have passed. A medium is what? Talk who like gets in touch with people who have died. That's exactly what I said. So you were right. There you go. Boom. Um, so I'm actually curious about the, the medium side. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is this something that is innate in, in some people or is it something that can be learned? Well, everybody is born a medium. Um, that's why when you see kids at a very young age, when they are able to see spirits and you guys think that, oh, they're just talking to themselves or have imaginary friends, a lot of times their imaginary friends are actual spirits. And then um, as you get older, up to a certain age, your doors start closing. Now you can choose to continue wanting to see uh, spirits and tap into the spiritual realm to keep your doors open. But as you get older, some people um, are afraid of them. So without realizing it, because they run away from it, their doors start closing. And so by the time you're an adult, you don't get to hear or feel or even see them. That reminds me of like the ability to learn a language, like how kids, it's they so much it easier on, for yeah. them. And then once you become a certain age, it's, it's obviously so much harder. Right. Um, but you can open your doors back up, you know, it, everybody has it. You just close it out of fear of whatever happened in your life. Um, but you can always open it back up anytime you want. So is this something that you had to open back up or is this something you've been dealing with your whole life? And what was your first experience like? 
Well, unfortunately, um, I didn't have a very pleasant first first experience. Um, but I saw my first spirit when I was in the second grade. A really good friend of mine had passed away overnight, and I didn't know that, and he ends up showing up in my house. And I said, what are you doing after hours? It's past that time. My mom's going to kill you knowing that you're here, you know. And I saw him solid, which was the crazy part at first. You know, normally people, the first time they see um, orbs or shadow figures or see-through, you know, I saw him solid. And I thought he just came into my house for something that happened. And, um, you know, for the first couple of minutes, he didn't really talk and then, when he did talk, he told me what had happened. And he said, the only person, the first place that he knew where to go was to come to me. And he said he didn't even know, like, I, I, you know, he was just drawn to me, to my energy. And so he came and that's, you know, that was the very first spirit I saw. When, when you saw him, did you know that he had passed away already? Or did you actually think? Not in the beginning, no. Wow. Not in the beginning. Um, because like I said, he was, he was solid, you mm-hmm. know, like had the whole body and, and you, you could see it and that's why I got mad at first and I said my mom is going to kill you what are you doing here after hours and you know it was, it was late at night and it was bedtime and then um, we went into my room and that's when you know he just told me he said I didn't know he said next thing he knows he's showing up at my house but before that the only thing he could remember is something that happened in the car um, he was in the vehicle with his father and his mother. He was the only child. The whole family, unfortunately, died. And um, he said, next thing I know, I just show up at your at your door, and he has no idea why. So, you know, and then I found out they got into a car accident, and all three of them passed away. Wow. Is there fear when, like, for that first time? Because I just shut the lights off before he told that story here, and I'm I'm regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as I'm around, you guys have nothing to worry about. Um, I could tap in and out of the spiritual realm anytime I want. Um, I'm sorry, what was that question? Because I, 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 <laughs> I got distracted by turning the lights off and now you're afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, were you afraid that that first encounter that you had? Or, or is it something that you kind of immediately embraced and were comfortable in that type of situation? Um, I think it was like a mixed feeling I had. Um, I was really excited. Um, I didn't really understand. I was only in the second grade. I didn't really understand what spirits were at that time. But um, I was excited and happy that, you know, my friend came to me and I, you know, that made me feel special. I was like, well, he could have gone anywhere he wanted to, but he came to me. Um, I did have a lot of uh, really good encounters with spirits and really bad ones. Um, so it was, you know, it was mixed feelings sometimes. Until now, I just, you know, sometimes I get so overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I'm just done. You know, I'm done for the day. I, I want to be left alone. So I just shut everything down and I don't, I, but, um, you know, I, you just get used to it after a while. I mean, I've, I've encountered a lot of uh, the dark side as well. And you just get used to it and, just learn to embrace the gift that you have, which can be a curse at times as well. But, um, you know, I was afraid, but I was very curious at the same time. And so I just started practicing more and more of what I can do, what I can't do. And slowly my door started opening up. So you were talking about when you saw your friend, he was just like solid, a whole person. Is that uncommon or like spirits usually transparent? It just depends on how, you know, everybody's different. It depends how people see spirits. So, um, for example, my husband, he saw, the the first spirit he saw was an orb, a purple orb. Um, You know, I've talked to many people where they say they see shadow figures and things like that. So, um, it's not uncommon to see uh, a solid figure, but if you do see a solid figure and your doors are open, just know that your, your doors are open a little bit more than others. Because every door, and when I say door, I mean, you know, the spiritual side of um, how open you are to the spiritual realm. So if you're a little bit open, you know, you might be able to feel them a little bit. Um, the, the more your doors open, the more you tap into the spiritual realm and practice it, um, the more you'll be able to see 
Uh, so for me to see a solid figure, you know, I just know that all my doors are open for that. Wow. I, I'm not sure if I told the story on this podcast before, but um, I do have a younger cousin who I've heard stories from when he was much younger. Um, my uncle passed away a while ago and he would be like at the dinner table with his family looking out the window like laughing and giggling and they would ask him you know what's out there what are you laughing at because they didn't see anything and he'd be like oh uncle richie is out there and then halfway through the dinner he'd be like uh can you shut the window i don't want to see anymore and i that that happened on like a few different occasions with him wow when did he pass away oh wow uh I couldn't even tell you right now. I mean, I mean, definitely over like five years ago, ten years ago now, maybe. It's it's been a while. I'm also terrible with dates. Like I don't even know my mom's birthday. <laughs> don't even talk about dates, okay? I I I don't even I can't tell the difference between Monday and a Friday anymore. So. Oh um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I also don't know if a child is like three or thirteen. So we're. I don't know how we got to this point, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I was going to chime into that and just be like, I have no idea how old I am and what grade. It's like in second grade. I have no idea how old those people are. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so is is this something that you do full time, like professionally? It's what you do for people? Oh, absolutely. Again, unfortunately, I have no choice. I get bombarded by spirits everywhere I go. So I finally decided... Um, why not just expand my gift to the rest of the world and, you know, help everybody else out. I do so many readings on a daily basis. Um, I don't have time for another job. This is my full-time job. I travel. Um, I do readings face-to-face. People actually travel to me just to come and see me. Um, I, you know, at one point I had my radio show and then I ended up having to leave because of my busy schedule. Now I want to go back, hopefully soon. <laughs> but um, th- yeah, this is this is what I, I can't run from it. Basically, yeah, so you're you're, you're really in this. Um, so when it's you say you get not by choice, <laughs> yeah. well, not by choice. But when, yeah, <laughs> when you say you get bombarded, I mean, what's a typical day for you? Is it like you're sitting up? out of bed or like brushing your teeth and it just like our spirits talking to you are these visions that you see how how does it work no 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 um reality is different from the movies that we see um no i don't um i don't allow spirits to come through into my house um you know unless it's a loved one or a messenger whatever you know but um Let's say, for example, I go to a restaurant. Um, Not too long ago, my husband and I went out to eat in a restaurant, and our waitress came, and as she's taking our order, I looked at her, and my husband's like, oh, crap, not again. You have that look on your face. And so she took the order. She went in the back, and I looked at my husband, and I said, there's a little boy with her. And he's like, oh, not again, you know, like, and this little boy's like trying to get my attention. So she came back and I said, do you have a brother that crossed over? And I like to say crossover because like that's, um, that's a little bit more respectful than just death. You know what I mean? Um, so I said, you know, do you have a little brother? And she, and she said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, uh, and so she kind of looked at me like, who are you? How did you know that? And I said, okay, well, I'm just telling you there's a little boy over here. Um, who's claiming to be your little brother, and she, he just wants to let you know that he's with you because he does hear you talking to him. And she literally broke into tears. She said that she did have a little brother, but he died at birth. And, um, you know, and so when I described, and, and she was like, oh, my God, he looks just like our family. Yes, that's him. But um, when bombarded, I mean, I... Spirits can tell, unfortunately, I'm a spirit magnet, so they could tell that I, uh, you know, I'm able to communicate with them. And a lot of places I go to, especially the haunted ones, they will come and uh, they won't leave me alone until they give me the message that they want. So So is that what it mostly is, just trying to pass on a message to a specific person that used to be, that, you know, was in their life? Or how how does it work? Why, Why are they contacting you? Yes, most of the time it is a message. Um, sometimes it's a warning. 
um, because there's no sense of time in the spiritual realm. There's, you know, they don't have AM and PM and a clock everywhere you go. There's no sense of time. So um, they, they're able to do a reading just like I am. And they know ahead of time of what's going to happen. So if something bad is going to happen, um, they will get my attention to let so-and-so know this is what's going to happen to give them a warning. Um, so, you know, basically, um, the good ones normally, yes, and they have unfinished business and they want me to stick my nose into their business sometimes, which a lot of times I don't. Um, but then, you know, and then the dark side, of course, you, you know, we all know what their agenda is. I'm not even going to go there, but, um, that's, you know, every spirit that's, that's here on earth has an agenda, whether it's good or bad. I'm kind of curious, like when you say that, where you're like, I'm not even going to go into that. Like, what do, what do you mean by that? <laughs> He's saying oh, go yeah. into it. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I can't reveal too much when it comes to, you know, the spirituality and um, especially the dark side. But, you know, a, a lot of people think that the dark side is just dark side and they're all bad. But there is uh, that that's not necessarily true. So uh, I'm not saying dabble with the dark side, you know, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But I have ran into, you know, quite a few dark demonic entities that... Um, didn't necessarily come after me and try to take my soul and attack me and all the good stuff again you see in movies so um you know i think uh, i think some people exaggerate when it comes to spirituality especially when you dabble with the dark side you have to know what you're doing and on top of that you know protecting yourself and all that stuff but um you know sometimes people add a little more to it than it really is spirits are spirits whether you're good or bad you just need to know how to how to deal with the situation. Do you think Ouija boards are bullshit or are they like real? They're beyond bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I needed to know. <laughs> Do, would you say that most, I know you guys are curious about it, but I don't recommend you to try it. Even though I think one of you guys might have even thought or came close to doing it. To doing what? The Ouija board. Oh, I've actually, I've, I've never even seen one. What? You've never seen one? No, like I, I've never known Like anyone. in person? Yeah, no, I don't I, think I, I have either. I've never seen, like no one I know has ever been like, oh, I have a Ouija board, like let's do it. Yeah. Like I, it's just never come up. But no, I also like don't... wouldn't want to do it. See, when I say bullshit, the bullshit part about the Ouija board is a lot of people use it to like call upon their loved one. You know what I mean? That crossed over. And um, as sad to say, I, I kind of laugh at people that use the Ouija board and something happens to them because I'm just like, you know, how many more movies and stories out there we have to put out for people to know that um, there's nothing good that comes out of the Ouija board, you know? You do open up portals, and it's portals to the dark side. If you look at all the... Uh, the videos out there, you, you'll see that nothing good ever comes out of a Ouija board. So when somebody does it and records it and puts it on YouTube or these paranormal shows they have these days, you know, the, the bullshit ones, I just watch them and I start laughing and I said, what kind of, you know, what kind of an idiot will watch these stories knowing they're into the paranormal, but yet try one and then end up, you know, getting attacked by a demonic entity and then figure, you know, try to wonder why that happened. I thought you were my loved one that came through and this and that. Are you kidding me? You know, it's a joke. Like, don't, if you don't know how to handle it, then don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Agreed. I guess it just makes such a good premise for a movie. But mm. or about a thousand. Don't do it in real really life. Good, yeah. I have some really good ideas about movies, but <laughs> um, <laughs> you know they add extra drama to it. But if you you know, take a lot of the paranormal ones that I watch, they do take um, a lot of what's reality out of it and then put the drama in it. You know, for whatever ratings they want. Mm. But in reality, you know it, that's not a hundred percent of what really happens. If you guys want the scary movies and the scary stuff, find me a producer that will help me get into, you know, do my own movie and my own show. And then you guys will see this is the reality of exactly what's going on. And that's the scary part. That's going to keep you at the edge of your seat. Would you say that most people have 
spirits with them or spirits that visit them. So like, like you told the story about that waitress, you know, and her brother being with her. Is that common for most people? Um, yes, it is. Even, even for skeptics. And mm-hmm. I'm very well known to turn skeptics into believers. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people do have, uh, attachments that they have no idea they're around. I know they contact me, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Do spirits visit people like, is it at certain times? Can a spirit always be with you? And like, this is going to, like, this is not a joke when I ask this question, but like, if a spirit, like, is a spirit seeing you? Like, is is a spirit seeing you live your life? Like, Mm -hmm. like, what if you're having sex or something like that? Like, I'm. Then if that spirit turns around and stays and watches you having sex, that means they are perverted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So same rules apply. Absolutely. They can do the same. They can have sex too. You know, just because you're in a spiritual realm doesn't mean you're dead. You know, you could obviously continue and move on with your life, but they have feelings. They can, you know, the way that they sense their feelings is a little bit different than ours, but again they do continue you know living just because we come out of our physical shell uh in this realm it doesn't mean uh, you know our spirit doesn't come out and continue to move on so sometimes you do have uh perverts too <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank thank you for taking that question seriously i feel like so many of my questions lately like i'm not joking i just i just really well, want to know, you know <laughs> Your questions don't surprise me at all. It's the emails I get on daily basis. I need to. I think I need to have a show just for my emails itself. You probably I could. Mean, some, <laughs> some people ask the most ridiculous questions, and I'm just like, how do I answer this? Like what? What the hell are you talking about? Huh? Yeah. What What are some of the things you've dealt with? Like questions that you've been asked, or things that uh, people thought you could help them with? Oh my gosh! You guys have to check out my. Uh, Facebook because I, I go live a lot on that with those questions I get <laughs> on daily basis. You'll get a kick out of it. Um, I think one of my popular ones, oh my God, this is so funny. I had a few months ago, I had an email from a woman and, you know, and keep that in mind that, you know, of course, a lot of people have t- uh, trust and belief and faith in me with the work I do because, you know, they see it with their own eyes. So some of them think I'm a magic genie on top of it. I mean, I'd be a, I'd be a multi-billionaire if I was a magic genie, okay? So they, this woman um, sent me an email asking me, dead on serious, with her phone number and everything, for me to call her back. Asking me if I can look into it and tell her what's wrong with her husband's penis. <laughs> oh, no, boy. I'm serious. What was her complaint? I, told, <laughs> I, I don't know. That was it. And like... I never, ever contacted her back. Like, I was just like, okay, this is so ridiculous. You might need to go see a doctor or something. I don't know. So I decided to go live on Facebook and ask other people, and they were dying. They thought it was the funniest thing they've ever heard. In fact, some jumped in, and they were trying to figure it out themselves. (laughs) And I said, you guys guys are on your own. I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) Let's definitely focus on what you actually can do. And, uh, you know, we want to kind of open up the floor to you to either like give a reading or I don't know. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever makes sense for you. Um, we think this would be, you know, a really cool opportunity to kind of experience, uh, yeah. I mean, experience it and record it. Okay. Um, (laughs) while we were talking, when I talk to somebody, I normally connect to their energy to, um, you know, see what I could see and see what I could pick up on. And this is how I do, I don't do tarot cards. That's like the same thing as using a Ouija board. So, um, you know, everything that comes to me naturally comes for a reason. And that's why, you know, I tell people and that's how my readings go. Um, and if there's something I don't see, I straight up say, Hey, you know, if they ask me a question, I don't see that, but I do see this. And I do help out so many, um, don't ever go to a tarot card reader. Um, and I think one of you guys have already done so or even thought about close to coming to it. 
One of who? Which one of you guys are completely into the paranormal? That's what I want to know. Completely into it. Completely into it, meaning more so than the other. Like really interested to finding out. But you guys are both scared. What? What is? What is the fear about the paranormal? Is it the, the demons you guys don't want to see, or? I don't think either of us are like completely into it, but I also think neither of us are no, like one more than the other. That's been thinking. I, <laughs> I would say that's me. What that you're more okay. curious. Yeah. I think even just based on like our interactions and like even my excitement level of yeah. trying to get this as an episode and I've, go through I've done, the process. I've, I've had my tarot read before by a friend, but that's like the closest I've come to that. But I, I think that Greg is antsy because he's like curious and kind of, you know, I would say even almost wants to be like fully into it, you know? Oh, shoot. Don't do it. <laughs> What does you that mean? <laughs> because you see, you know, once once you open up those yourself to them, you're gonna see everything. You're gonna see the good, the bad, the ugly, the um, not just that. You, you're gonna become a spirit magnet. I mean, if you're ready for that, you could do it. But well, see, I don't think I definitely wouldn't want that. But I think I'm curious about it on the surface level. But I would admit that I would be afraid for it to go any deeper. And I probably wouldn't want any part of that. Right. Um, well, that's why I tell, I tell everybody, because, you know, I do mentoring as well, and I help people either close their doors or open it to the spiritual realm. And those who want to do it, they will try it for a little bit. And, of course, I give my warning on my side. I'm like, you know, you're a really good person um, and very sensitive. Uh, naive when it, and very sensitive to the spiritual side and, and naive because like you don't you're going to be scared like you're not going to know what to do are you sure you you're ready for this oh yes don't worry about it monica we're good and this not so next thing you know um i get a phone call a few weeks later close my doors back up please i can't handle this anymore you know and then there's ones that um go all the way and and you know <laughs> deal with it but going back to Joe, what were you thinking doing the tarot cards? That's what I want to know. Because remember, I told you guys I picked up on the tarot cards with one of you guys, and then Joe said, "You, you guys are so damn close. Like, scoot away from each other for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Your energies are colliding." Um, Joe, what's up with the? Now I'm going to ask you the question. So, what's going on with the tarot cards? Um, Did you experience anything afterwards? Um, no, it wasn't anything. It was more so just like a reading about, um, I guess, you know, it was characteristics that I guess I sort of related to at the time. I tried to go into it with a, a, an open mind, as open as possible. Like I didn't go in there thinking like, oh, this is bullshit or this is this, this and that. But I also didn't, didn't completely go like, I'm going to believe every word that comes out of her mouth right now. Um, but you know, it was it was a it was a good experience. I would say. I, I think that um, you know some of the stuff I think related more than others. Uh, I don't think it was very um, specific to me. I th I think it could relate to a, a bunch of people. It wasn't really like you know it didn't single me out in any way. But it did. I did relate to some of it though. Okay. Um... Some of it versus all of it are two different things. <laughs> That's why I always compare it to the Ouija board because it's, it, you know, as you guys say, it's bullshit. Um, what these tarot card readers do is they, they open up a portal upon a demonic spirit that could do a reading on you from head to toe like I do over the phone or face to face all the time. And um, he's able to answer all your questions thinking that you're contacting a loved one. So when you leave, of course that person is not going to waste her or his time sending that demonic entity back and closing the portal. They sent it with you and congratulations. Now you have a demonic attachment. <laughs> and that's, you know, I do, and this is out of my own experience because I did test a tarot card reader before, um, went in there with disguise, took all my jewelry off and, you know, pretended I was somebody else. And they just literally went along with everything I said. And I looked at her and I said, okay, well, you know, screw you. Have a good day. Don't, don't mess with people like that. And I just, you know, walked out. 
And it really pisses me off because those are the people that give somebody like me a, or similar to me as well a bad name because, um, you know, they lie to people and nothing good ever comes out of a tarot card. There's always a damn death card that comes out. And I do get a lot of clients that come to me after they see a tarot card reader as well. But, um, <laughs> Joe, um, what happened to you when you're growing up? Like something, <sighs> okay. So when you were a kid, you were, you were, this is what I'm seeing right now. I'm telling you like things just, I blurt things out. I don't have a filter. So, That's fine. um, when it comes to Joe, I see you as like this cute little boy. Um, a little bit shyer than you you are now. You're 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 still shy, but not as much as you used to be. And um, you were always curious. Like I, I literally want to call you Curious George when you were little. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Tell me. Tell you what. Tell me you were Curious George. <laughs> uh, um, I guess you could like, say that. I wouldn't classify myself as like a curious kid, but I, 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 I could see how someone would say that. Well, you were more mature than most of your friends. Right. So, yeah. So, um, you know, your, your humor is a little bit different than others, I, I should say, like especially ones that, that – thought every little thing was too funny and then you would look at them like uh, okay <laughs> you know i don't think that's too funny but okay whatever um so and you are a lot more mature than most men your age right now like just by sensing your energy i mean um you're still a kid at heart though and that's what you always say you're gonna be you don't want to grow up do you <laughs> i don't <laughs> think anyone does way, in a good way I don't want to grow up either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody does. No, there are some very serious people that are, they act like they're older than their age, not younger. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, so going back to Greg, Greg is like a... <laughs> I want to know, but I don't know if I'm ready for it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of Greg's uh, stance yeah. on it. Greg is like, I'm going to put a wall around me right now. I'm not here at the moment. Um, <laughs> just, just don't sign me up on like the, the open door list is all I'm saying. No, no, no. I don't, you know, and I, I do have respect for people. And I do shows and live readings all the time. So, you know, if I feel like I pick up something a little bit too personal, I definitely won't say it. So, I mean, I'm open for that. I'd say Greg's an open book. Yeah, that like that. I'm personal. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, really personal? No, I'm not going to say it. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why we do the show. Yeah, I know pretty much uh, everything about for Greg. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, so, uh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Okay, um, <laughs> there's Greg. I just want to let you know, um, and I think you kind of felt it, but you're not too sure what it was. But you do have a, I wouldn't say an attachment, I would say more like a visitor that comes and goes, and, um, She's an elderly lady. I think she's either an aunt or a great aunt. But she's she's not too tall. She's like five, maybe five four, five five the most. Mm -hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about? She has short hair, um, brownish, like really light brown hair. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking now would be my grandmother. Your grandma, okay, Elder, that, okay. That sort of fits that description. Okay, um, how old was she when she when she crossed over? Oh man, you know I'm bad with ages. That was at least over ten years ago, but seventies, eighties. 
I, I was going to say, I don't think, I, you know, I'm looking at like late 60s and early 70s. I don't think she was any older than that. Yeah, I literally don't even know, which is I'm a terrible grandson. But I, I, yeah, I, I, I believe, I believe 70s. Okay. Um, but she didn't, she didn't, the way I'm seeing her, um, she didn't look like she was in her, you know, 70s. Like she looked a little bit younger. Does she have like short, light brown hair? Uh, yeah, she did. Okay. <sighs> Perfect. <laughs> and the reason why I said an old, like, you know, an aunt, like an older aunt, an older lady is because to me, when I see a grandmother, I normally, before I actually see the spirit, even my grandmother, both my grandmothers, when they pass, they um, they look like they were their age. But your grandmother didn't really look like she was her age. Does it make sense? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And um, she was a beautiful lady. Um, she She checks on you once in a while. And I think you might have felt her or questioned what might be around you without even realizing what it actually or who it actually is or if there's actually something there. But um, she said that if you're not too scared, ooh, she's challenging you. <laughs> she wants to make her presence known to you. Are you okay with that? Like right now? No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that just answered her question if you're not too scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, worried about Joe. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's it. That... Yeah, sure. Put it on Joe. <laughs> no, I mean that does scare me, but I think I mean to your point, I think it's it's a thing kind of like with my whole family. I'm sure a lot of families have this, but since she did pass away, um the I know like the the house number where she lived was like two 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 so I forget what it's called but it's like one of those things where you always see the same numbers and it's always like two 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 in the strangest yeah. places when I'm with my family or like her favorite color was yellow and like yellow feathers will appear and like my, my mom has some pretty intense stories actually where it's like you know me being I think skeptical and knowing like okay everyone has that number they see all the time but definitely some instances that it's like, whoa, okay, that's that's a little crazy. <laughs> Do you know if your mom had an encounter with her? Like, did she ever talk about that? Um, I would say that, not that I know of like a definitive encounter, but I know my mom is probably much more open and unafraid than I would be, I think, to let a presence be known. And I know she truly does believe that you know like it, it would be my grandma's her mother's presence in yeah. certain situations okay that's why she came through and uh <laughs> that's what she said if you're not scared then she's gonna make her presence known to you um she says she, she's gonna start by just like coming into your dreams so if you see her in your dreams then um just know it's a, it, it was really her coming in there and, and talking to you. I mean, Grandma, I love you. I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to say don't come into my dreams. <laughs> she, oh my God, she's not going to mess up your dreams. She's going to she just you know she just she's a very loving lady. You you shouldn't be so scared over a nice spirit that wants to visit you. Sounds like she's going to come and attack you. I don't know. I heard stories right. when uh, my mom misbehaved that she would uh, get hit with a wooden spoon. We actually buried her with a wooden spoon. So as long <laughs> as there's no wooden spoons, <laughs> sure. Oh, that just goes with everything I said about her coming to visiting you. Yeah. No, but very, oh very God. nice, loving woman. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, I love her energy. Like she's so bubbly and um, she likes to make fun of people a lot. Hmm. <laughs> And she likes to joke around a lot, um, although she was kind of serious towards the end before she crossed. But um, she just wants to let you know that she loves you and that um, she wants you to not to be afraid of her. Like, 
she's not forcing you to, you know, accept her 100%, but just be open to the idea that if you feel something around you, just know it's her. Okay. I can definitely live with that. Because you don't have anything um, negative around you. You know what I mean? Like, you are a positive person. Um, And you do try to be a really good influence, but um, you do have your moments as well. (laughs) Am I right? Um, That's that's fair to say. But you close close up, though. I I think Joe speaks up more about his um more about what's going on in his mind than you do (laughs) right i don't know me and greg has have had some really good talks i think we're at the point now where we both open up to each other a lot yeah but you to to be fair you do you did always say like you feel like talking about you two together (laughs) no but (laughs) i'm saying just like in general general. yeah in general yeah (laughs) No, I, that's what I'm saying. And, like, as long as I've known Greg, like, I think, you know, he's if if he's open with me, I have to assume that he's open with other people as well. Yeah. Yes and no. No, I. To be honest, on this one, I'm I'm with you. I think I think that's fair to say. I think it's something I've actively been working on. I think I did definitely have a tendency to keep certain things locked up, or even like when you met me, Joe. It's like. Does this kid have feelings? Is he a robot? Like it's hard to get a read on him. I, like that's definitely busted, something Joe. that I've gotten. <laughs> Joe's busted. You see that? You you don't even know. You, I know your friend more than you do right now. Come on. Boom! Take that. Now what? <laughs> Joe's like I hate her now. <laughs> I mean I I got nothing here. <laughs> no, um, it's you know, and it's a good thing though. Like. Um, you're like well reserved. You know what I'm saying? Like you think before you talk. Some people think after they get themselves in trouble. <laughs> um, but you know, you you do have a good heart. You do have a pot. You, there are some things that you still you. It's so easy to like confuse you. I don't know why I'm getting that confusion um, because you're so. Um, open and you know to anything and you would try almost anything almost okay not all almost i think joe will go all the way but with you i think you would you know kind of look back into your little research of should i do this am i into it um but you are well reserved and that's a really good quality to have being outspoken, I think I'm a little bit more like Joe, too. Like, I just jump into things. <laughs> I dive in head first, and then I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> what I get myself into. But that's also a good quality to have, Joe. Don't get mad at me. No, I would, <laughs> I, I'm not mad at you at all. <laughs> um, I think, you know, one thing I, I, you know, you guys both have different, completely different um personalities but that's what makes you guys really close because you listen to one another you know what i mean like you trust one another's opinions and hey should we do this should we do that what's going on like and you know that's how it should be and i i wish everybody was like that but um you know you guys joe uh (laughs) is just a little bit more outspoken than greg is but that's not that's not a bad thing. I think I'm more outspoken than I should be doing in my business sometimes. But I guess that's what people love about me. <laughs> They're like, Monica has no filter. She blurts things out, and that's what it is. Um, but yeah, you know. I, I think that's fair. I, I mean, I think we've had that discussion with each other before too. Like, we know how some of our differences kind of fuel the other person so I, I think that's definitely fair to say or it just helps us work together in certain ways right okay. you know you guys you guys help each other out in any way you can whether you you realize it at that time or not but um i like the i like the vibe like i like the energy between both you guys you know and that's what that's what keeps it going especially you know being public figures you obviously have to get along with one another it's not going to work out and you two really have this connection that um you know no matter what like 
you're not you you will never allow anyone to, to come in between because you know you feel like you guys know each other better than anyone else does and i like that you know what i mean like a brotherly feeling like really close and um just keep it up you know what i mean that's that's what's going to um build you know you guys both working together is going to build you up even more okay cool <laughs> i like that me too that's a, that's a positive note yay the lights can but- come back on now <laughs> Are you seriously? You guys have been sitting in the dark this whole time. No, we, we actually we did turn them. Well, Greg he turned them on, to... then I turned them back off, and then he turned them on. So, you know, we don't always get along. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you had candles too. No, I no, wish. We don't. Oh man, he wishes. Should have brought some. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, we really appreciate this. We don't want to cut you off either. Obviously, if there's anything else you know, that, that you do want to add kind of before we wrap, um, anything that you kind of didn't get to, then we're, we're definitely open to hearing it. Um, no, just, you know, when, when it comes to spirituality and this, you know, the spirits and things like that, um, I just, you know, if you do encounter something going on, don't freak out because, you know, especially, with um the dark side like they do collect energy out of fear so and that goes for both of you guys as well if you do encounter anything just don't show fear and um as long as you don't do that they can't do anything to you right you'll be more powerful than them basically you know what i mean so um and respect goes both ways if you respect them they'll respect you and you know don't don't dabble with something that you don't know how to uh, <laughs> handle afterwards. So, you know, just respect uh, respect the spirits and they'll respect you back. Awesome. Well, well yeah, we really appreciate, you know, you taking the time to explain all of this to obviously feel our energy and give us that reading. Uh, where can people find you if anyone listening, you know, wants to contact you and has a question not about their husband's penis or anything like that? Yeah, please don't send me those emails because they will automatically be deleted. Um, you guys can go to my website at monicaspiritqueen.com or email me directly at monicaspiritqueen at yahoo.com. And I'm basically almost on all social media under Monica Spirit Queen, so you can't miss me, including Google and, you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> awesome. You, you, Monica Spirit Queen, that's it. I'll pop up anywhere you type that in. Yeah, that sounds like a, a unique enough name. So I, th- I, th- I think you, you're number one on that one for the search. Oh, but, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, we, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a if good If you guys one. need uh, anything, just contact me anytime, okay? Will do. Thank you <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. You, you too. too. All right. Well, Greg, how do you feel about your... You're reading there about now everyone knows I'm terrified of my grandma. Great. Basically. <laughs> and uh, uh, she got the short hair thing, right? So, yeah. So that that's a specific detail, I would say. Short hair. Yeah, I think most women have long hair. So, I mean, the fact that she got that right is pretty, that's yeah, long shot, I guess. And I think as, as long as I knew my grandma, she had short hair, short brown hair. Um one thing she said that was interesting too is like she was always joyful she was kind of always happy and like she was she was like the person that was so open-minded that everyone in my family could go and talk to her you know they would go to her with the problems like she was like that like matriarch um she did she ended up passing away from uh cancer so it was not a happy period before she went and um monica just said something about like she was always kind of happy and playful until the end, right before she crossed over. And uh, mm-hmm. I think there definitely was that period of obviously, you know, you know what cancer can do to a person. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it really does suck the life and joy out of a person. So that, that was like an interesting detail too. Cause again, like that, you know, I, I, I guess you could say that about well, most people. I was going to say, can, can I'll play devil's advocate here. Uh, you can assume that any person who dies in their 60s and 70s yes 
uh, that near the end of your life when you're dying is not the happiest point of your life. Yes. So and, you, you can assume that. And also you can, I don't think And anyone, because that's a younger. And also I think you don't look back on any of your relatives as being negative people. Like any of my past relatives, if you told me that any of them were joyful, I would say, yeah, because, mm. you know, you only remember the good times for the most part. You're right. And right. also like even the ones who are assholes, you're like, ah, but he was like our asshole. And he was like, yeah. you know, he always meant well, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. So, but also I was going to ask, do you think that you have like, do you think there's pictures of your grandma's out, your grandma out there that possibly... You know, and again, this is me just playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying this woman's full of shit. I'm still skeptical. Like I'll, I'll admit that yeah. too. Like I'm not sitting here convinced of that. It, there's still so much of it that, you know, is just that person throwing out kind of questions. You kind of help guide them along. I think there were definitely some specific details there. Um, I think she like nailed our personalities and stuff too, for the most part. But again, That's I think to what to you say. were about to say, like, that she said that like we're out there people know us yeah more than they are going to know the average person just from us doing the show alone mm-hmm. um and we also did an episode with me and you where we got deep we got deep so yeah. it's like you can you can pretty it's much, out there it's out there yeah, yeah. It's, it's out there so it's it's you know it's easy to get that information but it's also i guess that makes it a little harder for someone i also to, wrote a book about myself that's true and you like fucking narcissist um, post something every day. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Egomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that um, you know, to to like I said, playing devil's advocate. If I had to do it for someone else, and I had full access to Facebook, Twitter, blah blah blah. So you're I, gonna I say, was there a picture of my grandma? Yeah, I like. Yeah, there has to be somewhere. Like yeah. you've never posted like a you know. Rest in peace, grandma thing. Okay, don't put me on the spot like that. First I, of all, no, I'm saying, but like, it, uh, maybe not even you. Maybe other family members. <laughs> no, well, are, I was gonna say if I haven't, um, then your mom. I'm sure on my had, mom's account, which I th- think is public. I think it's public. Your mom? I think so. I think she wants to be an Instagram star. I think it's public. <laughs> I love your mom. Uh, she's great. Yeah, <laughs> she should be an Instagram star. Yeah, everyone I like follow her way more than you. By the way, Greg 18. and his mom completely polar opposites. What do you mean? Oh, she's like, well, yeah, she's like loud and oh, like out God. there, and you're like her hey, normal speaking voice. You can hear it from like three blocks. Yeah, away. She's, I love her. Yeah, she's definitely listening that. to this right now. Um, oh yeah, no, we had her like you were like chugging whiskey out of a bottle with my mom. That's right, I was. She's yeah, I love at you, at Goodskin eighteen on Instagram. Yeah, give her a follow. She's great. She posts a lot. Some blurry pictures, some not blurry <laughs> pictures. She means well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, she probably. There are probably photos of my grandmother and my grandmother from obviously years and years ago that right. can be found. So, so you're basically saying, I'm could not this saying, person have done research yes, before? That's all I'm saying. I'm I, not saying that she did, and I'm not saying like whatever because again, I you know, I don't even know if your mom's fucking Instagram is public or not or whatever. So I, I don't know any of this. But all I'm saying is, you know, a, a detail like that could that be enough to? sway a person and be like okay i'm fully in this now and yeah then, and then you start pouring your heart out and then it makes it a little totally a little easier to get along you know yeah i think that's super fair and <laughs> uh yeah I, th- I think the answer is yes it would be easy enough to probably find that information to just kind of plant the seed and right. get me talking about it and i don't know i mean uh, you know this was also us putting this woman kind of on the spot and yeah like, to be fair talking I, to two people at once who's over the phone no less too. over the phone yeah so you know i still remain i think where i was which is skeptical i'm not gonna i'm not saying that that was bs there's still that part of me that like inevitably you know we had the lights off so that helps but she was <laughs> you know she's telling me that you know about my grandma like i, I got chills like yeah yeah of course you know it, it's it's bringing up certain memories and emotions and uh it's hard not to i think just anyone talking about a loved one who passed away will uh and then start and then saying that you know this person wants to visit you if i have a dream about her that's pretty intense but i guess you could say i'm talking about it so much that like i'm thinking about her now that i could easily have a dream about her i don't know there's always going to be that level of skepticism i also think it's like you know when someone's like oh it might happen in your dream like when you go to sleep tonight you're gonna think about that yeah and you know 
that that could happen. I'll st- I'll still be scared. No, I'm... yeah, it'll be. It'll or be... let me stop being scared. What am I scared of? It's my grandma. Um, I think it's the fear of the unknown and kind of. Well, if it's like if my grandma could do it, can anyone do it out there? What does that mean? Any spirits? Oh, oh, oh! Just walk. I don't want. Dream. There's no open door policy here. Like. Yeah. I'm building a wall. Yeah, but I think... Only grandma can come in. I think if you're a spirit, then you would know that about a person. Like, if I reveal myself to this person, then they'll be fucked up. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah, you know? they will wet the bed. Yeah, I doubt your grandma wants to, like, haunt you. Like, <laughs> make you terrified of going to sleep. So that's probably why she won't do that. But, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting episode. Well, it's, it's cool that it happened. And, like, it's just really cool to have that. I think... We, we went into it, like, obviously we're admitting we're skeptical, but I think we were super open-minded during that conversation. And it's cool to have that out there and now open for, you know, interpretation from the listeners. Yeah. So, we'll see. We will see. All right. Well, uh, that's all for this episode. Uh, guys, you can follow us. Actually, not follow us. You can uh, check out our website if you... Um, you know, you want to send in something, uh, you go to OPLshow.com slash contact, you fill out the form and, uh, we'll, we'll get through, uh, every email. So if you have something you think fits for the show, it's a cool thing, or you heard about something, you want to send us a link, definitely do that. Sometimes people just send us links to things they think is a good idea for a show and we actively go out and pursue that person. Um, so yeah, doors are open. OPLshow.com slash contact. Yes. And, um, shout out to all the patrons as well. Uh, we have the Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash OPL show. We've got all the bonus episodes up there. Uh, we answer patron questions. Uh, we're now doing something where we're talking about things that patrons send into us, kind of little like secrets or stories about their life that they want to share just to get to know the listeners better. Uh, and we also get some old guests on to kind of check up with them and see what they're doing. So you can get all those bonus episodes at patreon.com slash OPL show. Uh, it costs just $1 to get access to all of that. And follow us on Instagram at OPL podcast, on Twitter at OPL show. And of course, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Yep. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time.